everybody, to another Eat Speed Podcast, the most delicious podcast in the Metroplex. I'm Rick Press. Bud Kennedy. And I'm Steve Wilson. He is he, he hesitated because he was about to put a bite of barbecue in his mouth. We have some exciting news. This is our first on-air eating that we're doing during the podcast. That's right. The, the barbecue plate is here and the... Uh, the ribs and brisket are being mm-hmm. shared as mm-hmm. we speak. That's right. That was some lip smacking. Um, <laughs> Bud brought back some some barbecue. Tell us where you got it. Yeah, this is imported all the way from Grapevine, Rick. This is from uh, from the new Baker's Ribs in Grapevine, which is at the uh, kind of at the center of the new barbecue war in Grapevine, Texas. Tell us about the war. That sounds exciting. Well, Baker's is brand new. It uh, moved into a former uh, Big Racks, which was not, not, known, not known for barbecue <laughs> in Grapevine. There is a restaurant row out in Bakers, Grapevine that I happen to be familiar with, Bakers, but let's not, that's a different podcast. Baker's has brought legitimacy back to that location, <laughs> okay. and uh, Baker's is considered one of the best uh, barbecue places in Texas, and although it is a chain, they have pretty good quality among their locations, and they, they are right on 26 near um, you know near the the Gaylord kind of between the Gaylord and the Great Wolf Lodge and then of course just to the east in Capel is Hard 8 and just mm-hmm. to the west is Bartley's the famous old grapevine place there's a little place called AJ's and then there's about to be a new place in grapevine called Meet You Anywhere by a former Rudy's manager so grapevine which was not known for barbecue before suddenly is going to be surrounded with barbecue wow sounds like we need to get a a summer place out in Grapevine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How's the barbecue, guys? What do you think, Steve? Oh, I'm going to take. Very, I'm going to very good. Very gonna good. eat some here while mm-hmm. you guys talk. You guys describe in detail. What <laughs> You're kind has, of a has has a nice smoke ring to it. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, this is for for chain restaurant barbecue. I mean, they use mm-hmm. some combination hickory and gas. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, for chain restaurant barbecue, it's a, this this location is off to a real good start. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, you, it's Steve's got a rib. Yeah, and it's not uh, it's not falling apart. You know, a lot. Of, you know, uh, uh, you know, actually. Technically, you know, a lot of people like it falling apart, but, you know, if you're doing competition barbecue, it would be uh, something that has a little bite to it. And this is kind of between the two, so, mm-hmm. which is really good. And then uh, the brisket's got a good ring to it, too. That, this the Baker's also is known for their fried pies from the original fried pie company. So, But uh, I hate to break it to you guys, both fried pies were previously consumed before my arrival. <laughs> they, didn't make it, they didn't make the trip back. It was a 30-minute drive, and there was some traffic, and I had to... Well, you, to, you did show us a picture, so that's that's, that's good. right. And, but you ate the barbecue in the restaurant, and what was what, what was your opinion? I, uh, it was it was I thought it was really uh, very good barbecue. I, I think the uh, I just uh, Baker's has good consistency at every location, but for a brand new place just breaking in everything, uh, it was really good. The ribs I ribs particularly say it's a, a little lean for me. Yeah. I like a little more fat on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd give it. A, I'd say it's solid. I wouldn't say it's real spectacular. Yeah, and you're and you're kind of getting the little to make this little go pack. I see that kind of took the dried out ends of everything. So. Yeah, we had mm-hmm. the rib was a little too dried out for me. I did like the sauce. Though. Now, where do you mm-hmm. where do you, where do you like barbecue? Oh, you haven't done a whole bit on barbecue. Well, I'm not the the kind of barbecue expert that you are, bud. And I I know That's you don't all, like you don't yeah. like to brag about and, that. And and you know you have the waistline to show it. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you I I need to catch up to you because I. I think in Fort Worth, I still am a fan of Angelo's in Fort Worth. And when I want barbecue, that's the place I'm going to go if I'm in Fort Worth. Now, I know there are other people who who don't agree with that. Uh, Angelo's is the quintessential barbecue experience with the the stuffed bear and the big goblets of cold beer. And I think Mm. Angelo's still holds up. And the food is always, you know... At a certain level or above, depending on the time of day you're there and, and what cut of the meat that you get. Yeah. Um, I really like Lockhart 
in Dallas. I mean, that was the other one. That those are probably my two favorites. But I have to confess that I have not been to Pecan Lodge, and I'm but one of, on my list of places to go. I when it was in the farmer market, I really didn't like the whole notion of having to stand in line. And mm-hmm. so now that it's in Deep Ellum, I'm really looking forward to trying it there. Steve, you've been to Pecan Lodge and to Barbecue on the Brazos. Are the kind of I've the been favorite? to Barbecue on the Brazos, but not the Pecan Lodge. Not yet. Pecan Lodge. Well, Pecan mm-hmm. Lodge is, is like Barbecue on the Brazos. It's these are the best barbecue places we ever had here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the places that you mentioned, like Angelo's and Lockhart, which is a cousin to Kreitz's in Lockhart. Uh, you know, those those are the legacy barbecue restaurants. And then, you know, Pecan Lodge and, and Barbecue on the Brazos kind of have the newer style and, and a, a little uh, a little more spicy. Billy around. Oak Acres is another. Billy's yeah. Oak Acres. I, t- I took some friends that came in from California that uh, are from this area originally. And uh, – they really like to barbecue. Matter of fact, they went back after, without me uh, a couple of days <laughs> later before the, they <laughs> – The nerve of those people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, sent a message to uh, Billy that uh, that was the best of barbecues had, period. So he was really happy with it. Some of the best barbecue and chicken fried steak we've ever had together in the same place. Mm-hmm. Now, there's there's also some pla- places over in Everman, right? Isn't Everman a little – Everman is like barbecue, barbecue town, yeah. yeah. Everman has Longoria's, which is known for homemade sausage, and Hickory Stick, which has good brisket. And, uh, oh, they have another barbecue place that I can't think of off the top of so my head. So if you happen to be driving by in the Burleson yeah. Mansfield If you're area. in the greater Burleson Crowley Corridor, then <laughs> well, and then you're not far from Jambos, uh-huh. which is the other new school barbecue place at Rendon that uh, it's a, a, you know, a pit maker who mm-hmm. went into the barbecue business. And, you know, Jambos is the other place that people are going out of their way to stay. Now, this is barbecue, would they smoke it uh, at, at the restaurant? I'm not familiar with exactly what Baker's does for this chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, they, they have the smokers there. I think that they, uh, I think it's a combination of some of it smoked there and mm-hmm. some of it probably brought from a commissary. But, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I think most of it's smoked there. And, and uh, this today you know, seemed to be fresh on site. Would it smell smoky in the place? Oh, you know, incredible. <laughs> smoky, not just in the in in Baker's, but for a half a block. Well, well it sounds like Grapevine probably smells smoky now. <laughs> yeah, it's all this. this uh, they have the hickory smoke aroma going. There's like a hickory smell in every direction. So Bud is a, is a barbecue expert by eating, but Steve is actually a competition judge. judge. Yeah, yeah. He, no. He's certified. Uh-huh. Right, so yeah, they, I, I did a story on it uh, where I uh, went to a competition and uh, and I mentioned uh, after watching the judges judge, I took some pictures of something like that, that I wouldn't mind doing something like that. And uh, the president of uh, the Kansas City Barbecue Society actually had read the article, contacted me, and said, uh, next time we're in town, we'll give you some training. So I got to try that out. And uh, you, you had to do the real training. You yeah, didn't get, cl- like, yeah. the honorary degree, right? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I got a, they even gave me a little uh, – I got a little brass uh, – a plaque that has a my name and a serial number for for my certification, so uh, it was uh, it, it, it was tasty barbecue. Plus, you, they had to like they had these crackers and you had to cleanse between tasting barbecue and stuff. Yeah, they did serious business. Mm-hmm. Now, the other new place in Grapevine, Meet You Anywhere, is owned by Andy Sedeno, who's a caterer. His brother David used to work here, mm-hmm. but he's going to have not only barbecue. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He he used to work for Rudy's. He's doing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But he also has going to have barbecue school out mm-hmm. back and have regular barbecue classes oh. and barbecue lessons. So, yeah, to check which that is out. which is going to be popular. So we we want to put in a shameless plug. We would love to eat every week <laughs> on, on the podcast. So anybody who wants to like tell us mm-hmm. to come out and get 
some food from their place ahead of time. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> but there's other stuff to talk about, not just barbecue. We could probably talk about that forever, but hatch chili season is here, right? Right, and uh, the, the green chili harvest is in. Uh, you know, Mary from Enchiladas Olay sent me pictures of her of her pilgrimage to pick up her, her green <laughs> yeah, chilies. Yeah, that was cool that she drives down to El Paso. She drives out to El Paso mm-hmm. to pick up the load and you know pick up you know get the the truckload of, of chilies to bring them in. And so Enchiladas Olay has started their uh, green hatched green chili dishes, and all the big chains, uh, Chewy's, uh, you know, Papacitas, El Phoenix, all have hatched green chili. Polito's has hatched green chili tamales. One of the most impressive dishes I saw, uh, Chewy's has a, a, a Frito pie hatch enchiladas. Oh, so that sounds, mm. that sounds good. Now, for those who don't know, explain the uh, the aura of the hatch chili. This is we most people probably have come across the story of hatch chilies. But, Steve, do you? Uh, they're from Mexico, right? <laughs> no, no, they're, from, they're not. They're from Hatch, no, Hatch Steve, New Mexico. No, Steve, no. Hatch uh, is you, a You're going to be asked to turn in your barbecue okay, credentials. Hatch, well, we're sending you back to the barbecue. <laughs> Hatch is a city in southern New Mexico, mm-hmm. and it's the the center of all the, the, the chili growing. The, and this is a different green chili from the other green chilies that are grown up and down New Mexico. This is a specific green chili that's grown only in southern New Mexico, and the harvest season lasts five weeks mm-hmm. every year from early August to early September. And so this is when all the fresh hatch green chilies go out to all the restaurants everywhere to make hatch. And, and a lot of the rest of it is stored and canned, obviously, and kept so you have, have green hatch green chili stews and sauces year-round. But this is when restaurants serve fresh Hatch green chili. Of course, a lot of the grocery stores you see, they have the uh, baskets where they're roasting them with the little blowtorches and stuff. Yeah, Central Market definitely gets a lot of credit for sort of raising the the hatch chili IQ here in in Fort Worth and in DFW in general. I think anybody who goes to Central Market this time of year... What is what are these things? What are these hatch chilies? And they find out, and and they really kind of, you know, they have a whole hatch chili festival at Central Market. So you start cooking with it in addition to finding dishes at local restaurants, and it's kind of cool because it's only five weeks. It's not like it's year round or anything. Yeah, like they that. take all kinds of forms. People put hatch chili in their their sherbets and their sorbet and their sauces and their wines and. And uh, people will put hatch chili in almost everything, but you know, mainly people just uh, you know strip it, grill it, and you get uh, you know enchiladas. It's with, a very with, sort of aromatic chili. Rajas, you know, I noticed enchiladas. Ole, you, you know, use the technical term. They said enchiladas con rajas de, de chili de verdes. So you know, enchiladas with strips of green chili, a grilled green chili. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah, and we have more enchilada news. Pegaso is going to open up on the Blue Bonnet Circle. That's from Monica of Dallas. Pegaso opens next week. And she's known for all of her enchiladas, eight different styles and sauces. And so a Pegaso is going to be opening up. That's not a, a hatch story, just an enchilada item. It's tacos, tortas, fast casual. Uh, she calls it Tex-Mex comfort food on the Blue Bonnet Circle. And in your column, you, you sort of put forth that Fort Worth is, is really a an enchilada town. Yeah, you know, Fort Worth doesn't, we're not into all the trendy everything. I mean, we love, like all of Texas, we love fajitas for a while. Fajitas and margaritas made, you know, Tex-Mex famous for a while. But, you know, the fajita grill days have kind of have kind of come and gone. And, uh, you know, enchiladas are, are a mostly a Tex-Mex phenomenon. And I think Fort Worth really latches on and keeps the tradition and keeps the, you know, the old El Chico, El Phoenix and all the new Variations of, of mm-hmm. the Tex-Mex enchiladas. 
Where's your favorite, uh, Steve? Where do you go for enchiladas? Well, uh, you know, actually, El Phoenix. We go and have the cheese enchilada plate. Give some love to, to one of the chains, El Phoenix. Yeah. Five dollars and a quarter, or something like that. Yeah, so no, it's just it's that. just it's just a tradition. Whenever uh, Susan's uh, uh, sisters come into town, that's what they're craving is El Phoenix, and we go there and we have these enchiladas. And enchiladas Olay is. You know, that whole restaurant is, is based on people's love of enchiladas and rich sauces, and it just takes the chilies and the moles and the green sauce and steps it up a notch to have this whole specialty menu of enchiladas. Uh, you know, I, I like all the text me- I like truck stop enchiladas, enchiladas with, that just <laughs> never met chil- an enchilada you didn't carne dumped on them. You know, the enchilada at Riata that you get with the carne asada. Actually, the even fuzzies. I, you know, I love the, the green, uh, the verde sauce at uh, um, on the chicken enchiladas. Of course, I love the the mole at. Uh, the place on the north side that I can't remember. El Asadero on the north side had the best green chicken enchiladas in the world and still usually does. Uh, Esperanza's, both locations. I had a green chicken enchilada at Esperanza's Monday that I, that I would rhapsodize over. It was it's sort of a simple dish, but I guess people really appreciate that. And, and let's not forget Benito's. Benito's has the, kind of the, the definitive Tex-Mex enchiladas that we have. Well, maybe we could... Do something like that. Maybe we get some enchiladas in here to mm-hmm. taste the next time. You're kind of looking at me, Rick. Kind of, kind <laughs> no, of, uh, you brought this. You brought these. Next time, it's, it's going to be on me or Steve to bring in. Some maybe enchiladas. we should go out and have like an enchilada restaurant visit or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, like an enchilada hop from uh-huh. one restaurant to the what next. What am I doing, Benitos? I, I like Benitos. So, yeah, you got to go there late in the. I meet there at midnight or something. I have apartments over Benito's. I always dream someday maybe I'd live over Benito's. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks. I hope you didn't mind us eating while we while we were talking, but it was quite enjoyable. See you next week. Bye. Once was a sweet thing here.